It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Headspacers, what's up? Hey, 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 hey now. Listen up, y'all. They done messed around and Christy <laughs> done not showed up to work today. She ain't come. She just did no call, no show. That's what, what you going to do about that, We're going to report her to HR. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christy is, 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 is doing some other things that she has to do to make sure her lights are still on at her crib. And so she's not able to make it today. But it's okay because I am looking across... At my boy Chris. What's up, Mike? How you doing, homie? I, I'm good, man. I'm just sitting over here in Christy's little nest, trying to keep it warm, doing <laughs> the best that I can. I, I don't know. She told me I had to wipe it down when I was done. So see, I, you know, <laughs> see, you know, we we have nothing but love over here. Although I am gonna say, Christy, he looks mighty comfortable in that seat. I just now understand what what's been going on all the time. Now man. I understand why she sounds so smooth and relaxed. Right, it's something about that seat. This I get seat it. It's dynamic. I don't know. <laughs> when she come, she coming back next week? She thinks she coming back next week. Okay. I don't know. Mm. We're gonna mm. have to see what the HR folks say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't want to bury the lead, and I know being the humble guy that you are, I'm gonna just have to take the lead as far as this concerned. Hey, y'all. It's Dr. Mike's birthday. It is my birthday. Thank you, homie. It is my birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. Mike. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, I tell you what, it is a, it is a good day. It is a good day. It's something when you get to wake up on your birthday. Many people don't get the memo to wake up on their birthdays. How about that? And so the fact that I get to wake up on my birthday and uh, get to hang out with you and, the, and Crystal sitting right here, holding down on the board and talking to the head spaces, it's a good day. Yes, do you um, do you feel any different? Believe it or not, I do. I, I believe it. I do. I actually woke up this morning a little earlier than I usually do on a Saturday morning. Okay. Um, of course, Cheryl and Mike wished me a happy birthday. Of course, and okay. woke up to the many texts and Facebook postings and the group me's, and it's always nice when you feel loved. Man, listen, I'm not even a big uh, social media guy, but I would be. Lying to say that those, that's however many people from six to six hundred, or for all of you people, Doctor Mike is working on his blue check, not me. Um, (laughs) You know, for all those people who just take that little bit of time and and say whatever words that they have on your special day, it definitely gives you a boost to start. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. I am always humbled and honored by the people who take time out to show love to me. That does mean a lot because I realize they don't they don't have to do it. No, and it doesn't cost them anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, if anything, it costs them something because they got to spend the time and stuff. But I'm always amazed when uh, Shavella threw a um, when I got my doc when I actually got my doctorate. She threw a little drive by um, thing, and when we I didn't know it was happening. And when we showed up, it was like all these people out there. And I was like, oh my gosh, these people took time out of their day to do something special for me, you know. And mm-hmm. so it just it I, I don't take it lightly at all. And so I am very appreciative of all the birthday love and all that fun stuff. And so 
we're gonna we're gonna party up today. Hey. We got quite a bit to do today. It's us today. As well, you should. And Thank as you, well, homie. we should. That's right. That's yeah. right. With that being said, let's talk head notes, Chris. What you got? Um, I have today, right now, going on is the is the burial and the funeral of, of Prince Philip. Mm. And I have something that is now um, a little bit more understandable to me. And it's the whole way people feel about the monarchy. Okay, mm. I don't know if anybody's been watching. I know everybody's actually been watching something on Netflix. And one of the shows I ran across was a show called Margaret and Elizabeth. And what happened was one of our other Headspace team members recognized uh, Queen Elizabeth's old picture when, as you know, as one of the, the previews went by. And she said, oh, that's the queen. I didn't even know. And I didn't know anything about Princess Margaret. So mm. I watched the documentary. And it is absolutely fascinating. Um, and now I have a little bit better insight as to why people of a certain generation and definitely the generation that came before us are so intrigued by the queen and the monarchy. Um, I mean, she's been the queen our entire lives. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of our, our, our parents and, and, you know, older people in our lives, their lives, she's been mm-hmm. the queen for quite some time. And to hear about her sister... And her relationship, her and her sister's relationship, and be able to relate it to what's going on now between Harry and William, and mm. what's happened in the past between Charles and Diana, and and like all the dynamics of what comes along with actually being a queen, and and being a queen that is devout in the way that she serves the monarchy, it was, was really really fascinating. So I had that as head notes because Mike, you ain't know nothing. You ain't know I watched nothing about the queen. I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with that. Get out of here. Look at that. You were up at the at MoMA in New York looking at the artwork and you watching I, Christopher. I definitely had a, a, a art-filled week. Um, one uh, Again, Christine. If y'all don't know, Christine is our Headspace member. Yes. And that's my baby. That's his boo. Um, her birthday was last week. Uh-huh. She's also in areas like Michael. Mm-hmm. And we we journeyed to New York City just to spend some time and take in some culture there, and walking over the Brooklyn Bridge and like you mentioned the moment, man, like it had me in documentary mode. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. And you know, um, I think well, first of all, it's, it does speak to what you do for your life. Like you are a, a videographer, and a, in many essence, you're a filmmaker. So it makes sense that you would pay attention to those things. So I think that's awesome. Uh, getting back to the the monarchy, I'm I as well am fascinated by it. I don't know why, because when you really think about it, I was I was looking at somebody's post on Facebook, and they were talking about, now let's keep this real, though. We kind of, the United States was formed as a resistance to the, <laughs> the monarchy. Understood. And, um, and then as, as well as had to fight for independence from the monarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same token, it still doesn't change the fact, it's just fascinating, like the whole setup. Now, I don't necessarily know how, how close to 100% true it is. But I actually really in, enjoyed The Crown, mm-hmm. which is more of a, a dramatic series and a dramatic interpretation. And what is fascinating is that while I'm sure all of it is not totally true, there is a little bit of creative creativity that's being spun into it. I'm sure in the essence therein does lie some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, there's certain things that they're just not allowed to do. Like, this was fascinating to me that anytime any member of the senior royal family travels, mm-hmm. they ha- automatically have black in their, I think it's called black concert, in their um, wardrobe, in their suitcases, because if anyone in the royal family were to die, 
they have to be prepared to when people see them again, like when they get off the plane or whatever, they have to be dressed in the in the black mm -hmm. in mourning. Like that's a part of the protocol. Right. And that's like, for any senior member. I believe it's any senior member. I think I almost feel like it's any member of the royal, but the ones that are, you know, we typically see, right. yeah, they are required to have the black. And I and, and I mean that's just fascinating. Like, you know, so think about it. If, if we weren't in COVID and Prince Philip died mm -hmm. and one of them was somewhere they they had a black outfit. Like they get off the plane in black because they they have to be they have to be ready to go. Uh -huh. And that's again, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the crown. I probably will now, honestly, uh -huh. in 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 just in more diving into what's going on as far as the monarchy is concerned. I didn't know that they weren't allowed, I think I forgot how it goes, but you aren't allowed to marry in the kingdom. If you are a part of the royal family, you aren't allowed to marry without the queen's consent until you're of a certain age. And I didn't know that, but that just speaks to all the logistics of being part of that family. I mean, I can see why Harry would not mind being, you know, separated from them, mm -hmm. aside from the money, because the, the, I mean, they got money. Oh, they're, 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 they're loaded, <laughs> yeah. literally. Lo they are loaded. Lo I mean, <laughs> it's the definition of. They are loaded. And like you said, like, you know, to speak to the fact that they were um, a major reason that this country was formed, and, I mean, they were a part of, you know, the the slave trade, you know, a major part of that, aside from that. And not uh, you can't say aside from that, but regardless of that, People are always fascinated with things that aren't sure. necessarily correct or sure. lawful for that sure. matter. Like, how many people love the mafia or love to watch things about Fascinating. the mafia? Fascinating. The mafia is the same way, yeah. Godfathers, like Goodfellas and all that stuff. Goodfellas was mafia, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I was thinking the Bronx Tale. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was the mafia too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you're like right. Colodro. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you're right. There, there's a lot of, um, man, there's a lot of uh, interest in, in the monarchy is it's definitely something that we're interested in. And Prince Philip, you know, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Um, he was you know, a handsome devil back in the was, day, yeah. too. They, I think they nicknamed him the Greek God. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I can, I, I, no, yeah. I can see it. Sure. Now, I, my whole life, I couldn't. I'm yeah. 40. He was, I'm 40-something. It's none of your business. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When when I was born, he was 50. So it wasn't, mm -hmm. it was like, we already missed a lot of his good good days. So here lately, I'm like, hmm, it looked like he had a rough one. But we know <laughs> that he couldn't have had but so much of a rough one. I mean, he, with, he, with the things that they are. are he definitely had. looked 99, didn't he? He looked, he looked 99. 99. He did. 99 was definitely a problem that he had. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. That um, was the truth, <laughs> Yeah, but he was a handsome devil back in the day. And, and the queen, she was snazzy herself. Yes, and she doesn't look bad for what? She's 90, 94. 94, maybe 5, 96, something. As 94 year olds go, she doesn't look bad. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Captain Crystal done added sound effects. We are, I said, wait a minute, wait. Right. We, we both were like, wait a minute, who? Look, I said, wait a minute, we got, we got a lot of people on this. Crystal, you gotta warn us when you do things like that. Like, see, <laughs> now it's just like because I thought people were in here. I did too. I said, "Who is? What we got going?" 
Anyway. <laughs> that's coming up. That's that's what we have here at Global Elevation Media. <laughs> the latest in all of the technological needs that you that you require. Oh Lord, what were we talking about? We're talking about the prince. So yeah. anyway, we had we had the prince and uh there's some other things we'll talk about today, but I think we're gonna just go ahead and, and get a bill paid. Go ahead, Crystal. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So uh, we got some news. We want to make sure we give correct information. Okay. Your boo has let us know that you can't marry without the queen's permission until you're 25. 25. So you gotta be 25 if you gonna if you gonna go ahead and go against her wishes. Uh, so I mean, just know that. 25 is a long time. If you in love at 20, I'm just <laughs> you saying. Know what I mean? so, I'm just saying. Mm. And then, um, oh, Christina's telling us we're not allowed to play just the two of us anymore. We're not allowed to do that anymore. And she's then, talk, oh, she means just the two of us. Yeah, we're not allowed to be together. Well, she's us, trying apparently. to keep us apart, Michael. That's she not is. Right. I, I just don't. I don't like it. Well, tell her I come in here then. Right. You right. Well, right. I digress though. Uh, Kevin said, "I think that Chris has a little bit of a crush on the queen." A little, Kevin. I think a lot of people got a little crush on the Kevin. I don't appreciate him putting me out there like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Know. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. You know that your bills will get paid. Listen. They're gonna you, be paid. You're gonna be taking. You're gonna be taken care of. Philip was no fool. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> and Kevin might be right. <laughs> so today, for heads up, I want to kind of talk about the power of accountability. Uh, power of accountability. I've been talking about power these last few weeks, and you know, watching the Derek Chauvin trial, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But it's brought forth a great deal of emotions for me. Uh, we have discussed many of these thoughts. But one of the biggest thoughts that came to my mind was we are watching as we watch all these different cases that are coming up about the police brutality and that sort of thing. One of the common denominators is the lack of accountability that has existed for a long time. And and I can I, I'm not going to go into great detail about some of the discourse about it, but I do want to use as an illustration of what happens when there's a lack of accountability. You know, when you allow things to just happen and there's nothing that happens as a result of it, right? Um, human nature keeps going with what it is allowed to keep going with as long as it's allowed with it. And I mean, I think back to, I remember there was one day when um, when I, my first job out of college, I would, you know, I was supposed to be there by nine, but you know, 9.15. It's, it's college time. <clears throat> 9.30. <laughs> You know, every now and again, you know, it was like 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. you know. There was there was one time I thought I was grown. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Mm. And I remember, you know, I did it for a while. And it was I wasn't trying to be malicious. It wasn't, it wasn't I wasn't making up in my mind I was going to be malicious. But there was a point where my supervisor was taking note of it. And finally, he called it out and said, you know, I need you to kind of be. What was happening was some people on the slide tip were telling, mm. you know, because they had to be there by a certain time. They, <laughs> You know, because my job was pretty fluid, not to mention I, my part of my job was working with the students at night. Mm-hmm. 
So there were times where I was on campus till like 10, 11, sometimes even 12 o'clock with the students, you know, because I was in charge of minority recruitment. So I was like the minority person. So, you know, I was hanging out with the students of color, you know, because there weren't that many. And I became free. And I was so close to them, you know, in age anyway. So part of my job was in the evenings when they all at home, you know. And so it was one of those things where I wasn't being malicious, but not everybody understood. But it was one of those things where I had to have a conversation with my boss. And he was like, look, I need you to blah, blah, blah. And so guess what started happening? I started showing up on on time to work. Why? Because there was accountability, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we're talking about the fact that we may start looking at each of our lives and say, where's the area where I don't have accountability at? I don't want you to beat yourselves up too bad because human nature, again, we will do what we can get away with. I mean, that's just how we work. And so with that being said, one of the things I want to talk about is um, the power of accountability, though, because as we look at things that are happening in our lives, right, we're going to talk about the 30 and 60 challenge in a little bit. One of the reasons why I put myself out there like that was because I know in this particular area of my life, I need accountability. Right. Um, And accountability is very important. Um, There's a Stephen Covey quotation that really sticks out to me, and that is accountability breeds responsibility. Thomas Paine once said that a body of men holding themselves accountable to nobody ought not to be trusted by anybody. Hmm. And so one of the things that we have to make sure that we're paying attention to, (laughs) Roscoe said you tell the stories will be, Roscoe is my first boss out of college. Oh. Roscoe, you remember that. You remember that when I used to, you had this kind of Mike, I need you to get to work on time. Shouts <laughs> out to Roscoe for making me, for, for giving me Roscoe, let me tell you something. Roscoe was a very big part of accountability for me, right, in a lot of areas. Because you know, right after college, I was learning to grow up, and I was just learning mm-hmm. how to be myself. It was my first time on my own, mm-hmm. and I, I still needed some some boundaries set because I was discovering, discovering you know, who I was as a person, and I do appreciate that. So, Roscoe, no, I'm not telling stories on you at all. I'm just talking about how you remember all the conversations we used to have in your office. Come on now, you know. <laughs> um, and it's the idea of answering to someone else, right, especially when I know I ain't been doing right, and that's mm-hmm. hard work. You know, at the end of the day, if I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, it puts you into a place of, vulnerability that leaves you exposed and, dare I say, even naked, right? Because when I'm putting myself in a place of accountability, what I'm doing is I'm exposing myself and I'm like showing up where there's nothing to protect me, right? right? It is in those moments when the magic happens. You put away the facade, um, you put away the pretense and lean into discomfort. And so as we're thinking about that now, at the end of the day, we do have God who sees and knows everything, but because of our inerrant sin nature, that sometimes gets overlooked. Like, you know, just I'm just I'm naturally a person who doesn't, you know, because of sin nature. Like I don't always kind of gravitate towards what God says I should do, right? Right. And so I miss out on the fact that everything I do, God is looking at me. Like, isn't that something when you think about it? Like, we do stuff that we know we probably shouldn't be doing. And oh, yeah, definitely. And we kind of miss out on the fact that God is like, I know God is watching me, but it's it's not even that I don't care about it. It's almost like, well, I don't care. I can get away with it because he allows us to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And so so sometimes what we need is we need that person in our faces that can 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 do the trick. Um, we live in our disobedience. And so 
if I know I have to answer to someone every week for something I did or didn't do, man, that does have impact, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's accountability to that. If I, you know, and sometimes accountability is not, it's not, you know, everybody has an accountability partner, right? And it doesn't always have to be a, for a negative thing, right? Mm-hmm. I know some folk who are talking about for the 30 and 60, they're going to be um, working on their book, right? And so part of accountability may be someone every day at a certain time calling up saying, hey, how much writing did you get done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know my coaches, my health coaches, actually, I had them because I was really kind of just, I was all over the place with my health my health journey. And I said, I need some somebody to kind of focus me. They called me at 5 o'clock for the last three weeks. They called me at 5 o'clock every day, how's things going? And I had to tell them the good and the bad. Right. Why? And I knew that they were going to call me at 5, and I knew I didn't want to let them down. Mm-hmm. So guess what that made me do? That made me kind of do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the part of accountability. So don't be all don't be fooled though. Here's the other piece about it with accountability. It's not always who you expect. There are people who are watching. How many times, Chris, you're a dad. How many times did you find out later on down the road that your kids were watching you do something mm-hmm. and you didn't even realize that they were watching? Mm-hmm. And it's like, dang. <laughs> That's and when they do it, you know exactly where they you got know exactly it. Exactly where they got it from. Oh, he, that was honest. I know you yep. got that from me. Yep. And that's the point of accountability, too, because we always have people who are watching us, who are paying attention to us, and we got to always make sure we're mindful of that. So know that there is a lot of power in accountability. We invite you to become a sponsor of the Headspace with Dr. Mike show. There are a few amazing reasons for you to become a sponsor. Your sponsorship will help fund future programs and special events. And as a special thank you for your contribution, you will receive a special gift. We will announce safe and secure ways you can sponsor the show soon. Thank you in advance for your support. Well, we are heading into, on Monday, April 19th. Chris, there's something happening on April 19th. All right, hit me. We are starting the 30 and 60 challenge. I'm joking, y'all. I knew that because I'm, I'm starting mine, too. Yes. I, 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 just I, I up, y'all. accepted it, Mike, on, on Facebook. I saw it. I saw it. All right. So so 30 and 60 challenge, just to give some people some 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 um, news about what exactly the 30 and 60 challenge is. So first of all, one of the things that I'm very clear on is that for the rest of my life, I am going to be... I don't want to call it a struggle, but I'm going to have to deal with my weight. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I've, Chris, as long as you've known me, I've been a big guy. Listen, the accountability. You just talked about that. It's a part of it. Yeah. It's a part of it. So I'm going to have to deal with it. Like, like I'm going to have to, it's always going to be a part of my life, mm-hmm. right? I am, uh, and when we go into the spiritual piece of it, I believe that that's, for the lack of a better word and for the lack of someone calling me a heathen for saying this, that's the cross that I'm going to have to bear as a part of my journey. You'll have to explain to me why they call you a heathen for that later. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, just the fact that, you know, some people will say, you know, I can't compare my earthly struggle with the cross that Jesus had to bear, but I'm using it more in a philosophical and a symbolic way. So, Oh, Mike, I'm not qualified for that. Move on, my brother. <laughs> 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 so, but with that being said, that I think that is something that, and, and, and the reason why I do say that to everybody is I recognize that part of my future and my destiny is tied into me gaining um, control over that area of my life, okay. right? And to the point where um, every time, you ever know when you go through troubles and trials and, and situations in your life, 
you ever notice how it comes back over yeah. it comes back and when you don't deal with it Absolutely. And, and it comes back in a in a different in like a different way and many times it comes back stronger stronger mm. right mm-hmm. and so what i have noticed is that this keeps coming back stronger okay which suggests to me that it's a part of the trial that those are read James um James when we talk about the testing of our faith produces patience right and, pa- and the whole word for patience is endurance and one of the things we realize is that I have to build up endurance in this area because it is a part of the bigger picture. Right. I know that's deep. I know that's deep. But I know somebody out there, I hope that encourages you because there's something that you keep going through, not because it's designed. It, it is designed to kill you because Satan wants to kill, still kill and destroy us, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to do what we're supposed to do. Because what that does is that's, that, that, that is a testimony to God and his glory. And Satan doesn't want God to get glory, mm-hmm. Right. But also recognize that God allows those things to happen because he needs us to be strengthened to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. You got it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the old idea of when we go and we lift weights, right? We lift weights and we start out with smaller weights so that we can build up to larger weights. Or the thing about it is you can't just go to the larger weights and you haven't built up the strength to get to that. Right. And you're not going to be successful because you're trying to get this bigger weight and you're not going to be able to do it because you haven't built up the strength. And they so, and, having to start all over and you got to start all over again. And many people, be, let's, let's keep it real. If I got to start all over again, then guess what? I'm yeah. just going to give up. You're not going to start. I'm not going to start. Right. And so, what I've come to conclude is that there is something in this for me, for the world. There's something I'm supposed to do, and that's why this is a big deal. So, for me, it is about weight loss. And it's not so much about weight loss because I can lose the weight. I did it on Biggest Loser, but mm-hmm. I gained every ounce back plus mm-hmm. 100 pounds. Okay. And so with that, it got to a point where I said, all right, cool. We got to do something about this. But I'm going to be even more vulnerable with everybody because I believe in that. Y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. For the last few weeks, I have actually feared dying. Um, we go through the pandemic and... We're watching all this stuff happen. I start even being more sedentary. Then I start worrying. There were some elements in my life that I was allowing to take over my headspace, right? And it was keeping me from the things that were producing um, fruit. It was actually hindering me. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not going to blame anything on anything. I'm just telling you just the whole picture. But what was happening was my body in the meanwhile was responding to the point where um, we live on the fourth floor of a building, four flights of stairs. Consistently, I would find myself struggling as if I'm about to have a heart attack when I climb those stairs. My wife had to go away for a week, and many people thought I was nervous because, like, oh, we're not going to have my wife, and she's not going to be doing things for me. No. You know what the real truth is? And this may be the first time she's hearing this, too. The truth was I was worried that something may happen to me, and little Mike was left alone. There was one point where I actually contemplated, hmm, I contemplated teaching Mike making sure he could get into my phone and call his mom and also call 911 in case I had a heart attack. So when we talk about, when we talk about this, like we laugh and joke, y'all, I want you to know that this is real stuff that people are dealing with. Mm 
And I do a decent job of showing, like, up, right? But I'm going to be honest with you. Just like anybody else, I have issues just like anybody else does. And I became very clear that I have to manage this. It's not even about history. It's about life. Like, being able to take care of my family, right? Mm -hmm. And so... That's what the 30 and 60 challenge is for me. It is a matter of life and death. Okay. Like to the point where I have the tools at my capability. I have a program, an awesome program that I'm a part of that when I follow the plan like I'm supposed to, and there are four elements to the plan, when I follow it, I'm fine. And when I'm doing it, it's great. But always there's this blockage that comes in the way. Um, not to mention this summer is, is, is lining up to be awesome. We're supposed to be going on a family vacation um, I have um, a few speaking gigs that I'll be a part of. Um, there's opportunities to do things on a professional level as well as a personal level. And um, yeah, things to do. I have things to do. And I recognize that the timing is right. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do was in the spirit of accountability is invite some folk along. Right. And I recognize that, hey, weight loss is not for every like that's not your thing. I get it. And that's cool. So there's other things that you're doing. Right. Um, and so, Chris, uh, you know, I think we have uh, Kim on the line. Kim, what is something that you're looking um, looking to do with your um, with your thirty and sixty um, challenge? How are you today, by the way? Good morning, happy birthday! Thank you, Kim. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And hello, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, Good morning, so Kim. I am excited, and you guys are almost behaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> Almost. So I'm I'm so excited and thank you so much for this. And thank you for sharing, Mike. I think what you share, it, it touches everybody. Um, but what I'm interested in doing is I'm always thinking about, and you encourage people too. I'm always talking about, oh, I'm so much into professional development, developing people. But what I think I'm going to do with this challenge is 30 minutes for the next 60 days is... Um, really engage in my own professional development some more. And 30 minutes every day, I'm going to um, spend some time on Coursera. And I'm going to get three more certificates in something. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, my gosh. So that's, that's what awesome. I'm going to do with this challenge. That's awesome, Chris. I mean, I'm looking at Chris and looking I'm at talking me. to Kim. Kim, that is awesome. You getting three certificates in 30 days? That's what I'm going to do. 60 days. 60 days. I'm sorry. 60 days. Well, actually, I'm just counting this. I'm already going to get one. So it's really going to be four if I count the DEI one I'm already working on now. But I won't count that one. And Mike knows why. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're working on that one together. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. <laughs> that is but awesome. yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Yes. Wow. 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 That's incredible. I, I, I will say this. I haven't known Kim long, but from what I do know about her, she gets it done. And it sounds like, I mean, there was, that's what she's going to do. You know what I mean? Even in the way that she delivered that, it made me believe that. So congratulations awesome, in advance, Kim. Congratulations, well, thank Kim. You. I'm excited about it. What are you most excited about the challenge for you? You still there, Kim? You talking to me? I was yeah, just talking yeah. to Chris. Okay. Oh, what? Well, just the, you know what, when you talked about the accountability partner and having somebody to say, did you do it today? Because I know often you can, you know, say you're going to do something and you do it and you get it done. But just having that that community, that mm -hmm. village to really, mm -hmm. you know, to be that support. And on those days when you really don't feel like it, but just mm -hmm. having to know that I'm going to get that done and you're working with people to get it done. And then I'm just looking forward to, I say three, but... 
maybe it'll be more. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. in, and what else? And what will I learn from other people's accomplishments? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love learning from other people. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm, I'm I'm an opinionated person, and so really, yeah. You don't. Say. I don't believe that <laughs> at all. Um, I don't think you share your opinion enough. <laughs> and at a point, you know, it, it, it puts me in positions where it gets certain people. It gets their 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 feathers ruffled, um, mm. and that's fine, you know. But at the same time, what I would want people to know, and what I would want people who I care about to know, because you know, it, it it matters if you care about the conversation that you're having with the person that you're talking to. So, for the people that that I care about and that I want them to understand me, it's like, listen, I want to be challenged, um, mm. and I and I want to be right. You know what I mean? So. It might when you challenge me, that might come with um, a conversation in which you have to prove to me that you're right. Mm-hmm. But I think that that iron sharpens iron. You Amen. know what I mean. So being around people like him, being around people like you, Michael, it is helping me solidify the goals that I have. You know what I mean. For a long, honestly, man, I'll be honest. For a long time, I didn't have. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was just moving around and, and whatever was fine. And, you know, I was making it happen. I, I always believe in myself. I, I do have that, and I've, I appreciate my parents for giving me that belief. So I feel like I'm going to be all right. But mm-hmm. that's just living, you know what I mean? And, and yes. not having goals and not having anything that you're driving towards is kind of a waste of time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So, Kim, I appreciate you um, for, for sharing your three certificates, maybe more. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate Michael for not only starting the challenge, but gently reminding all of the Headspace team that we needed to join on Wednesday. <laughs> and speaking of, and so, yeah, Chris will go with those, 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 those sound effects. So, Kip, Chris, what are you doing? Like, what is it? You said that you accepted the challenge. What are you doing? Oh, I'm focusing on 4 Media. Okay. Um, 4 Media has been a dream of mine for the last 25 years. And, it's time, you know what I mean? It, it's time for me to act as if that's my business. I do have other employment that I have to worry about, but luckily enough, I get off at a time where though I had plenty of time to focus on my business, and that's what I want to do. Like you said, I'm a videographer, I'm a photographer, um, and I'm a, a content creator. And, and, you know, being a part of this show, has given me some help in in the direction that I want to go in my business as far as multimedia is concerned. And it's so many different avenues that I can go down. It's about making a plan and focusing on which ones I want to go down first because I I want a piece of everything. Very good. Very good. Man, this is awesome. And and, and Christine told us she she actually has another commitment, um, another commitment today, and that's fine. But she did share that she's actually been – I think since January, she's been walking, making a point to be able to walk. And she's been doing like a mile and then two miles. And she actually has been doing a run walk. And her goal next is within these next 60 days to be at a place where she's actually running the whole thing, the whole thing for 5K. Mm-hmm. So I think that is incredible. And um, I know it can be done, you know. Um, what do I always say? Process is what? A series of events that must take place in order for one big event to happen. Right. And a lot of times what we tend to do is we tend to um, skip steps, right? And that's one of the reasons why we end up having to go backwards. That's true. Because we skip <laughs> steps and we didn't quite do everything the right way when we were supposed to, so then we got to go back. Um, classic example was I was loading something up online 
and um, there was a couple steps I didn't pay attention to, and in the long run, the thing wasn't right. And what I ended up having to do was erase everything mm-hmm. and start over again. We've done it at IKEA Furniture, haven't we? <laughs> oh man! How many oh, times do you take some furniture? Over and over, and like I, I, I can't even do it with IKEA anymore. <laughs> like I just because I know what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, first of all, I don't want it to put it together, and then I definitely feel like. Uh, I'm tired of this. I'm just, this nut doesn't need to be here. This screw doesn't need to be here. Like, why did they give me all these dolls? Yes. These dolls, these, what? Is, oh, yes. that was supposed to be for that. Oh. We, we grown men. We can't be sitting in chairs that don't have the right it, equipment. Nah, man. <laughs> like, it's not We need work. every single screw. Tight. And bolt. Tight. <laughs> tight. The Allen wrench has to be, make sure it is torqued. And so the point is making sure we take these steps. And, you know, somebody said this to me a long time ago. They said, look. 90 days from now is going to be 90 days from now. Mm. The question is, how do you show up mm-hmm. in those 90 days? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm hoping over these next 60 days is that we, first of all, show up in the next 60 days better than we were when we started, knowing the fact that 60 days is going to be 60 days, whether we like it or not. Nothing we can do about that. There's nothing we can do to change that. Mm-hmm. And so the idea here is what are we going to show up in those 60 days? So for those of you that are still interested, there is time. Um, you can go through our Headspace with Dr. Mike Facebook page. You can go through my personal Facebook page. You can go through any of the members of our teams, and you can say, I want to sign up. Let us know you want to sign up. We'll go ahead and send you the invite to a group. There is a private Facebook group that we're we're using to kind of keep people motivated. There's already been some folk posting in it about their, their, their part of the journey, what it is that they're working on. I'm really excited about this. Um, we're going to be checking in every week to see where we're at with it. Um, and I'm excited, y'all. I'm ex- I'm really excited for what's going to happen as a, as as a community. And so make sure uh, you guys think about the thirty and sixty challenge. Woo! Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. All right, y'all, we are... Hold up, Mike. We, like, we have a format that we try to follow. We want to keep that... But I'm telling you, at a point, these conversations that we have are the best thing going. Yeah. So what I wanted to finish telling you is I appreciate you for being that vulnerable in that moment. And, and like, I did not know that that's what you were going to share with me and the people. I probably wouldn't even have came if I knew you was going to say that today. Because you're somebody, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're not just a co-worker at this point. You're a friend of mine. Like you said, we've known each other for a long time. And, and for you to be that worried. And and I, I can understand um, having the fear of having your son see that, man. You know, and you're a soldier for identifying the problem and making a plan and moving forward. And you're going to tackle that. We're going to be all right, bro. Man, I appreciate that. So I'm, I'm, I got to make sure I give a little bit of co- more context. <clears throat> a few nights, oh, shoot, a few, I want to say maybe it was over a month ago. It may have been two months now. I had a dream. And you know how, matter of fact, I know what it was. It was vaccine. <laughs> I had the vaccine. Okay. And my dreams were real. They were real. 
<laughs> What's the word? Lucent or lucid? Yeah, or like lucid. You, they were you, lucid. Yeah, they were. They were real. You they were, were in the moment. I was in the moment. Okay. <laughs> and um, I actually had a dream that I walked into my grandmother's house. Now, mind you, my grandmother's been dead for a long time. Okay. And in the house was her, my grandfather, my uncle, and my aunt. All of them are deceased. Okay. And I walked through the door, and they were there, and they were like, oh, my gosh, he's here. He's here. He's here. And I remember and there was something that was, and I think what happened was also I've been watching Grey's Anatomy, too. So if y'all are following Grey's Anatomy, you know what's going on with that because Meredith is still asleep with the COVID. And um, I felt something keeping me from out the door. Mm-hmm. Like it was holding me back. Mm-hmm. And they said, just come on in. Come on in. Mm-hmm. And one of my, I don't know if it was my aunt or my uncle said, he's not ready yet. Okay. He's not ready yet. Don't, don't, don't rush him. Right. And when I woke up, I was like, what in the world was that dream? And then I finally put two and two together. Oh my gosh. Like that actually, that, that, that shook me. I can imagine. That shook me. I can imagine. And you know, I, I gotta be careful. You know, you always gotta be careful. Maybe we'll have somebody come on and talk about interpreting dreams and stuff like that. Like I don't claim to be Daniel. Right. But. That, to me, spoke volumes because all four of these people are dead. I know they're in heaven. There was something holding me back, which means I do want to live, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm at an age now where we we get the email notices of guys our this age, mm-hmm. right, who are just gone too soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm very clear that if this does not get resolved now, we won't have too many more birthdays. Well. I think that the clarity is the most important part. And, you know, like, like I said, the, the moving forward with your plan is the second most important part. And what I do know is you are a doer. Just like you called us and said, hey, I got an idea for a show. <laughs> well, we're sitting in this booth. Yes, show we are. 16? Huh? What show number is this? 15. 15. Episode 15. We've done 15. After this will be over, it's 15. Kim, you are still on the line, my bad. Sorry that we kept you <laughs> Thanks for calling in today, my friend. Oh, she may be. All right, then. All righty. We will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Okay, bye. All right, cool. Let's, um, Um, yeah, I mean, you know, again, sometimes we're going to have to just deal with what's going on in the studio, and sometimes that's going to take us away from the the script of what we want to do. Um, but Head Notes Part 3 is, is you. What what you got for Head Notes Part 3? Well, three? it actually goes in line with, uh, <laughs> it's not necessarily the most pleasant, but it is um, something that I think is important, is, uh, you know, the, as you know, the Derek Chauvin trial is still going on. Matter of fact, I think uh, they're doing closing arguments on Monday. I believe you're right. And, um, you know, we're getting to a point now where not only that, not no sooner than that case is happening, we also had the shootings. You know, we had the one shooting uh, with the young man, Dwayne Wright. Up up in up in Minneapolis area. Mm-hmm. Of course we had the one in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Toledo, I think his name was. It was the the young the thirteen year old. Oh, uh, yes. Um, and so we had that situation. And then we also had the situation with the the army um, yes. veteran he who he was, was pulled over and, and treated like man. anything less than a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything less than a human. And, and you know, and so I guess for me, I mean, we we can spend some time, and we will spend some time 
you know, commiserating on how we feel about it. But I think more importantly, it's one of those pieces where at some point you get tired of trying to explain the folk. I was talking, um, Sherelle and I were watching an episode of um, Grey's Anatomy last night. We were catching up. And um, I, spoiler alert, this la- latest episode was real heavy. It, de- it really deals with, uh, it was dealing with the protests and there's one of the characters who was pulled over and, and mistreated. If, if you haven't seen haven't seen it yet, you need to go see it. Okay. Um, it's a great episode that just deals with the frustration. And I thought back to um, a little known fact. Back when I lived in Ohio, there was one particular evening I was driving back from school, from grad school, Columbus, um, Ohio State, and um, Chevelle and I were on the phone. And... We were on the phone just talking. Like, that's all. That's how we did, and we weren't dating. We were just very good. We I married my best friend, y'all. Like she is my 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 ride or die, and we were just talking. She always does. She got, we always keep each other company on the phone whenever we're driving. And so I was driving back from Columbus. It's about an hour drive, and um, I go through this small little town about ten minutes from my house, and it's known to be a speed trap. Mm-hmm. And um, sure enough, I get pulled over. All right, so she she says I'm staying on the phone. I said, okay. Huh? Were you speed? No, okay. I wasn't because I knew I was going through a speech. I was okay. not doing anything. No, I was. Wrong. I'm like, you know, I yeah. wasn't joking at all. I wanted to know. No, me. yeah, okay. no, no, no. And, and but you're right though, because there's always something. But no, this particular one, I was not. Now keep in mind, this is back in 2005. Okay. Okay. Um, and so anyway, I get pulled over by this overambitious cop. Make a long story short, the night uh, that that interaction ended with me outside the car, gun drawn on me. And it turned out that I had a suspended license, which was from a bill, which from a uh, a ticket I had gotten in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and I was late getting it paid. Did get it paid? Matter of fact, had the receipt and stuff, and I guess they just hadn't updated. That has the file. definitely happened. Go ahead. Do you know that he insisted on taking me in that night? Mm-hmm. Less than ten minutes from my, I said to him, I said, I got the paperwork. Shut up, shut up. I don't want to hear nothing. I'm taking you in. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the 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 the, the, um, the jail and the young lady that was booking me. She said, "I don't know why you're here." Then she said, looked at his name, said, "Oh, I know why." Mm. So they know this guy has an issue. Right. This is in 2005. It speaks to what you were talking about. They, there's no accountability. And I told for you, and I last so it was last I was watching Shavella, and I said, "You do realize." Because there was a, a part where they, the cop made him turn off the phone because he was talking to her. And I said, you do realize that it could have been a different story. Yeah. Had, you know, what I said, you may have saved my life that night because the cop knew that she was on the phone. Mm-hmm. And and we didn't even know to this degree because we don't, you know, now we're hearing about this stuff because of the social media and because of the news. And, you know, we have phones that have cameras on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that now people are it's starting to show up. And I think that that's just the issue. And so one of the things that just really has been sticking to me is I get it that people are saying that we're saying that cops are awful. No, I think there are a lot of great cops. I, I know personally know some great cops, but unfortunately there are some bad, there's some bad apples in the bunch. So why does that, that idiom not work for the police? Exactly. Why does it not work for the police when it works for black people and especially black men all day? Oh yeah. I mean, we get profiled and everything else for... Why, if we can get profiled driving a car, why can't we profile the police who drive cars too and who wear uniforms? Exactly. If we get profiled for wearing a certain uniform, I got a hoodie and my hat on backwards right now. So if I walk past a certain group of people, they're going to feel a certain way about me. 
just because of how I look. They don't know. You have a hoodie. Me. You have a hoodie and a ball cap on backwards, and but yet you are a professional. Yeah, a white collared professional. <laughs> right. You know right. I'm saying like you, you, you a white collar professional. Many of the people that would be profiling you, you make more than they do. Right. And, and you know, so, more educated than they are. A college grad. You see what I'm saying? Like, and you, in a position where that is the case, and it's about a cop, that's gonna make him angry. You know what I mean? Like, and and honestly, that's a, it's a no no win situation. Because if I get pulled over and I'm dressed like this, but I, I present myself in a respectable way, hopefully. That that situation and that interaction ends amicably, but it could honestly piss that cop off. Oh, you being uppity, or you being whatever. It's just, or the, or the and the other issue becomes. They say, well, if he had just complied, oh my goodness, those people that did the Capitol riots, they didn't comply. None of them, and died. every last oh, one of them are alive to talk about it. Except for there was. There was the one young lady that got killed by one of those. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did get killed. But that's, that's, she was part of an insurrection that we all saw. Exactly. Um, I'm not saying Dwayne, Dwayne Wright, I believe his name was, was trying to flee. There's no mistake in that. At the point where you are retreating, isn't that the definition of not putting somebody in harm? How can I be putting you? How can I be putting your life in danger if I'm retreating or trying to run away? And, and then you make. And I mean, the other part. Let's keep it real. The other part is how do you mistake your? You a don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest about it, I don't care what she said. I don't care. There's, there's. To ask us to understand that is to ask us to understand. The same thing you've been asking us to understand for 400 years and and to just deal with it, you know, and wait for this delayed justice, which we know is no justice at all. So, I mean, you know, and for it to happen with the Derek Chauvin trial going on just speaks to how how little um, our lives are, are valued by police officers. And like you said, we know. We we know police officers, good police officers, and we mm-hmm. know some of the same good police officers. Mm-hmm. But at the point where these situations keep happening, how are we to not look at the police's adversaries when we see them? If you're the person that's paid to keep me safe, and I have to, you know, with the the, the situation that you just brought up, there is something called fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a natural instinct. So if I already feel that there's a very good possibility I may not survive this interaction. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I can protect myself. So Dwayne, tried, he, he got into a tussle and tried to run. But the, the Army officer kept his cool the entire, the entire time, time and expressed to the officers that he was scared, that he was afraid. Yep. And they know exactly why. He doesn't have to Didn't explain. he even say, he said, please don't shoot me? Didn't he like say something along that lines? Oh, I'm scared you're going to shoot me or yes. something like that? Yeah. And, his, and the cop's response was, you should be scared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what are we yeah. to do with that other than be angry? Yeah. Here And here at Headspace, that's what we want. We want to have those conversations. We want you to understand that we there is a, that we want to get some resolution to this and what does that look like, right? But at the same time, we want you to, <clears throat> sometimes what I'm looking for is not you to say yes, but is to say yes and just be there. And that's it. You don't have, I don't, matter of fact, I'm not even asking you to agree with me. I'm not even asking you to agree. Oh, I'm not even asking you to agree with me. All I'm saying is acknowledge the fact that this is how I feel. 
Mm-hmm. I feel afraid. I feel afraid for us. I feel afraid for our sons. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel afraid that that what did what did um what did Dr. King say? He said, I have a dream that one day my children will live in a nation where they not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content, content of, of their, their character. character. I don't have that dream. I believe that the American nightmare has shown us that that is not a dream that they are willing to help us facilitate. Mm. So I, I, you know, Christine and I were talking about this the other day. Like, I don't have any faith in this system to help us. And, mm. and, and I'm upset and maddened to know that it is the way that it is. And, and you know, help seems so far away. Wow, Chris, and I appreciate that because while I don't agree with you, mm-hmm. I appreciate where you come from and I appreciate the sentiment and, mm-hmm. and, and value your sentiment to it. And that goes to show that we all have different perspectives and our perspectives aren't wrong. They just are our perspectives. That's it. <laughs> and yeah. so I really appreciate I appreciate you sharing that, brother, because that we and when it's look, we, we got each other, right? Absolutely. Fist bump through, the, fist through, bump the, glass. through the plexiglass. <laughs> <laughs> Fish run through the glass. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking, and my wife and son are here. Oh, hey Michael, there. Michael is brown skinned and he's beat red right now. Chris, I wish Crystal had a mic so she could agree <laughs> Michael was red and Michael. Hey, boo. He just walked in for his birthday. Just walked in. How y'all oh, feeling? What y'all doing? Y'all got to say, you want to say something? She, she's the <laughs> introvert in the family, so she don't she don't say much. But anyway, that was a, that was um that's, that's what we got for today. So, Let's go ahead. I think, Crystal, we got another bill that needs to get paid. Focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create your next project. Chat has really been uh, shining through. Thank you all for your love and support. I definitely appreciate your love and support and encouragement. Um, and we're going to keep these conversations going. Chris, I enjoyed hanging out with you today. I enjoyed you as well, Michael. Hold on, hold on. We got one thing I want to tell you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. That's what we do. Happy birthday to we are you. We're on the spot with a happy birthday, May Michael. Good luck go with you. I don't know where Crystal got happy this birthday to you. Apparently, Stevie Wonder's uh, cut was not available. We want to tell you that we love you and happy birthday, regardless of who that choir was. The harmonies were tight. They, hey, listen, they they were on key. Um, I just, you know, they were definitely had some candelabras while they were singing. Ah! <laughs> but, but anyway, y'all. Oh, man. Wow. Happy birthday, Michael. Thank you, homie. Yes, I appreciate sir. it. It was a great day to hang out with you all. And uh, anyway, with that being said, I have nothing more... But just to say, I love you all. May the good Lord richly bless each and every one of you. Live your lives on purpose. Listen, love you all. See y'all next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. 
Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.